This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Hello and welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. I'm Andrew Clyden and I'm joined today by Grace Johnson and Vanessa McGowan and we are going to talk about the Pulse 2021 Summer Music Preview. How are you two doing? Uh, well, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I'm doing great. <laughs> we have finally reached the part of the summer where we are celebrating all of the live music that's coming back. We didn't do a Summer Music Preview last year for probably obvious reasons, yes. but we are super excited to talk about all the live music that is coming back this year. And of course, because we publish it kind of at the beginning of the summer and there are still venues that are, are kind of figuring out what their concert schedule is going to be. This is not as conclusive a list as it may have been in years past, but it is still a fully loaded list of live music. So uh, if you're picking it up this weekend as it comes out, you will have plenty to look through and we'll kind of dive into what you can expect in the summer music preview. But before we start that, Grace, tell me a little bit about your part in the summer music preview. Okay. So um, a lot of what I do is the managing of our events calendar. So that kind of feeds into our summer music preview, obviously, because I am putting all of those events onto our website, which get published in the paper. So I keep track of our live music. And one of the big things that we do, aside from getting all this in, is kind of looking through all of the different performers that will be coming up during the summer and finding some new names to feature in our summer music previews. So everyone can kind of get an idea of, you know, here are some people that you, you may have never seen before or are kind of really big names. And we also do like to feature a local artist as well that you can see throughout the summer. So yeah, I just collect all of the information and I, you know, try to organize it as best as I can so that everyone can use it. Right. So the, the summer music preview is part calendar, part directory, and then part featurette on a bunch of different performers who you can check out this summer. And Vanessa, you had a, a part in the summer music preview, but you've also been covering music for The Pulse for quite a while now, right? Yeah, I have. It's been it's been great. And there's so many good bands. I was stunned to see all the information coming through too, like the amount of music, especially I think maybe in contrast to just last year with how sad it was. It's just so good to see how much is coming through. Right. Well, and I, I've appreciated reading your pieces on music specifically because of the perspective that you bring to it, right? So you're not just a music lover who's going out and seeing shows. You're also a musician yourself. You book shows, that kind of thing too. So you bring to this discussion uh, a little bit broader of a perspective than what Grace or I might have. Yeah, I guess I guess I just see it from both sides. And in fact, saw it from the only the other side for the longest time and have really only been writing about music for the last, you know, three or four years, but have been involved with music for the longest time. And the side of live music, you know, booking things and organizing things and that side of things has been my bag for a long time. Right. So with the summer music preview, of course, the... Uh Probably the most exciting part is the two-page spread with all of the summer music that we were able to collect that we encourage everybody to pull out of the paper and save. Put it up on your fridge, keep it in your car, wherever you might need it, because that's going to be kind of your go-to guide for where to see music pretty much every single day of the summer. But as you mentioned, Grace, there were also a number of artist profiles that we pulled together. Uh, mm -hmm. Were there any kind of standout ones that you were excited about writing about this year? A lot of the time, 
what really interests me in a group is because I don't have as much musical knowledge as some other people might. So sometimes it's not necessarily looking at genre, but I always get very excited um, when I see very interesting band names. So there is one that is going to be up at Husby's. Um, They're going to be playing twice. They're called Buffalo Galaxy. (laughs) It's like, this sounds very interesting. I'm wondering what this is. And, you know, from the description, it was kind of like, galactic bluegrass and you know I'm like I don't know what that means but it sounds interesting so I do hope to get up uh, and see them as well there was this year one of the groups that we featured they're actually going to be performing I believe it is the weekend of the 25th they're going to be at Stone Harbor they're called Gravity of Youth and it's a group of really young performers they're all I believe in their like early 20s And a lot of groups that we see that come up here are, you know, a little bit older or they have been performing longer. So uh, it was really great to see a group of these young professionals really starting out their own kind of music careers. And I thought that was pretty cool. And yeah. I also wanted to plug uh, Ben Harold, who's one of our featured artists this summer. Ben actually was on the podcast in 2019. So if you wanted to learn a little bit more about Ben and his roots growing up on Washington Island and that story, definitely check out that episode as well. And then Vanessa, you also played kind of an interesting role in the preview this year in that you helped put together the Pulse Presents featuring two bands as well, right? Yeah, so this is a new thing that we're trying to bring bands to actually promote them ourselves as a as an organisation. So uh, the bands that we're bringing in are both from from Nashville. They won't. I think if we continue to do this every year, they won't always be from Nashville. But because I work and live some of my time in Nashville, it was like easy for me to just know that there. I mean, there's so many great bands all around the country, but so many great bands that are just. You know, they tour and they book their own shows and because they don't have a booking agent working with them, they might not necessarily make it to somewhere like Door County. And also the the other side of that being that the promotional side of booking tours and shows is the hardest thing. It's usually the part that you have to pay for. And if you're booking, you know, a a series of shows where you're playing to maybe like 80 people, you probably can't afford to hire a publicist to promote each of those shows. So the Pulse Presents was trying to bring bands that probably otherwise wouldn't make it here, but are really great and will, you know, be super entertaining and be a great addition to to the music calendar, but we can promote and we can help present them in a way to kind of bridge that gap between these bands that aren't big enough to necessarily be on the like uh, nationwide touring circuit where they have the whole team and the whole machine behind them but are certainly good enough that they're really worth seeing Um, which there are so many bands like that around. Right. And the, the two bands this year are A Tale of Two and The Danberries, and they have multiple performances coming up. I believe Tale of Two is kicking off their first performance on July 16th, doing a concert in the park here in Bailey's Harbor. And then uh, The Danberries will be in Fish Creek doing their concerts in the park on Tuesday, August 10th. So a number of performances coming up. Do you have anything else to say on the, the Pulse Presents before we move on to some other summer music preview stuff? They're just both killer bands. You know, I'm, I'm a real sucker for great singers I just I'm a bass player and I love working and playing with people I should also say that I'm playing bass for the Danbury's so like full disclosure (laughs) I tour with them and I've loved them for a long time right and they're great musicians all of them the bass player is really going to kick butt is that (laughs) kind of what you're getting at the bass player is going to be hopefully doing okay after like 18 months of not being a bass player (laughs) but no I'm excited to play I mean I've been living on and off in Door County for four years and I've only played here twice the first time when I 
first found Door County. You know, when I drove to Door County for the first time, I thought it was Deer County for like four hours of the drive and finally got here and I was like, wait, what? Door? What? Yeah, nobody corrected you either. <laughs> no one knew. <laughs> no one in the van knew where we were going. Um, but so to get to play and to bring some of my friends and my colleagues who I love, they're so entertaining and they're such a good band and I'm I'm super excited to, to play with them, but to have them here and to show them off. And then A Tale of Two is just, she's got an amazing voice. They have super cool like dark they call themselves gothic americana which is just the coolest clash of words and they're super entertaining as well so i think it, both the bands are going to be a great addition so we have our pulse presents we have our artist profiles like mini featurettes as well and we have the big kind of pullout calendar what other things can people find in the preview grace um we also have a list of the music festivals that will be presented this year uh one new addition is the soul grass music festival which is going to be taking place on washington island it's sort of a combined camping music jam sesh sort of vibe um it's two days it will be at the Washington Island Campground. And a lot of what they're also part of this whole music festival that they're doing is really encouraging people to also take time to tour Washington Island and like try out everything that the island has to offer. And they also encourage people to bring their own instruments because if you're staying at the campground, they're like, hey, meet up with other people that like music and just jam together and like have a really good time. From what I understand, that is kind of the Washington Island vibe too, the impromptu yes. jam sessions. Mm -hmm. So it really makes sense for that. We have a, a small preview of the Swellgrass Music Festival in this week's Pulse. And then Vanessa, you actually talked to Armchair Boogie, who's yeah. going to be there. Uh, and put another together, great band name. <laughs> right. Uh, and you put together a, a Q&A with them for next week's issue. So yeah. that's going to be they on- that's going to be on the 25th and the 26th, so coming up next week. If you're up on the island or planning on an island trip, this is going to be the weekend to do it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. For the festivals, we have Burning Cow is coming back. Um, they're going to be in August this year, and they are sort of, I feel like kind of what you would think of as like a very typical rock grungy music festival. Yeah, it's the, the go camp out, listen to cool music festival. Yeah, exactly. And they also, every year they burn down a giant wooden cow. Um, <laughs> so that's pretty exciting. Burning cow, you know, it's like- <laughs> I mean, no, burning, logical, right? <laughs> burning Man, that's what it's called right out in the desert. Yeah. So I think it's like an homage to Burning mm. Man, but they just do a giant cow effigy instead, which I think is really great. And then Blues on the Bay, they do still plan on um, doing their Blues Festival this summer for a day. I did see, and we did include a note about this, that they are, because of the circumstances of last year, they didn't want to try to push for business sponsorships. So they're asking the community for anybody who wants to throw a little bit of money their way to help kind of cover costs. And the Blues on the Bay also is a charity event that usually benefits Secret Santa every year. So right, it's so a good cause and good music. Yeah, they're moving to a like a pay what you can or donation based model for this year. For this year, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. The other thing to check out as well is our listing of performance venues mm -hmm. and also our weekly music lineup as well. Yeah. What do we what do we take into consideration when we're, when we're pulling together those things? So for performances, what we do, um, we had changed this format a little bit the last time, but for those, we kind of have just some information on what kind of, what the venue is like, what kind of music, what they're usually the performance venues up here, which if you aren't familiar with the designation, what we do between performance and live music. So performance would be Birch Creek, Peninsula Music Festival, Midsummer's Music. 
the Washington Island Music Festival. So they do kind of your more classical music, symphonies and things like that. I know Birch Creek this year is doing all of their performances outside of their concert barn. They've built like an outdoor stage and they're selling tickets by the bench instead of like per person. Midsummers is doing a few more performances at larger venues. And I know one of the performances they're doing at the Door Community Auditorium they have the audience sitting right on the stage with the performers. So that would be a really cool thing to check out. And then we have our weekly music. This year we've combined, we usually separate weekly music and our concerts in the park, but we combined those two lists this year. So other weekly music is just people that will be playing, you know, every day through the summer right. and, you know, what you would think. Right. And the uh, the concert in the park series is actually really cool because they are just kind of ramping up right now. Yes. So I'm pretty sure most of the places that normally do live music in the park are doing them this year. There's a couple exceptions, but you'll be able to find music in the park in Ephraim, Fish Creek, Sister Bay, Sturgeon Bay, Egg Harbor, Algoma and Kiwani. And Bailey's Harbor. And Bailey's Harbor. So, like, pretty much every day of the week, there's going to yeah. be free live music you mm-hmm. can check out, in addition to everything that's listed inside the calendar. Yeah. So much to do. It's so great. Yeah. I know, right? After a year of very little live music, yeah. now it looks like it's either all back or there's more than ever. Yeah. I know that that's not true, but it definitely feels, feels that, that way. way. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else to add about the summer music preview or anything musically that you're looking forward to this summer before we wrap up? Well, I know we've previously <laughs> had this discussion, but I do have to bring it up. That 90s band... <laughs> Right. There's a, there's a band that didn't make it into the features that Grace, you're particularly drawn to, right? I, yeah. It's just like they're, uh, they're called that 90s band. They're going to be playing at Stabor at the end of the summer, and they do uh, you know late 90s covers, Sublime, Third Eye Blind, Green Day, which right. is all kind of like my childhood. Is this is this the start of a '90s cover band revolution, Vanessa? Maybe you it, it have. It feels like it. I mean, I just feel like there's great '90s cover bands everywhere now, and it's like the generation that loves that has got to the point where we're like saturating the live music audience scene. It's all about the cyclical nostalgia push, right? right? So for the last. 10 years it's been a lot of people nostalgic for the 80s mm-hmm. and you've seen that in movie revivals and all that kind of stuff now our generation is like we want to go back to the 90s yeah, and watch our favorite cartoons and listen to our favorite music and then you know in like five years there will be a lot of 2000s cover bands and then i'll officially be like i'm too old yeah well i think it also sort of coincides with like your quarter life crisis <laughs> you know it's you know I'm like just past that age but it you know it is real and you're like wow, I'm like almost 30 and that seems like a big deal. And, you know, you get nostalgic. So I think that kind of, you know, is how that flow works. So, right. So with that, uh, thank you both for coming on. Thank you for all of your work in the summer music preview. I think it turned out really, really great. There's some wonderful artwork by Pulse artist Ryan Miller on the cover. uh, And the whole layout this year is just really, really cool. Really vibrant, really pops. I think everybody's going to be happy to have the calendar hanging, like I said, on their fridge or in their car or wherever else Mm -hmm. you're going to need it. As you're driving around the summer checking out live music, the summer music preview will be available in the Pulse this week. So as you're listening to it, it is uh, tomorrow. If you're listening to it on Thursday, so it'll be available everywhere, delivered to every mailbox. So enjoy perusing it. Grace, Vanessa, thank you so much for coming on to chat about all of your work this year. And uh, I look forward to checking out live music with the two of you. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. 
If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out DoorCountyPulse.com slash shop, where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription, purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.